0: Bunsen, Internal, Combustion. Why do we need no. Petri. Isaac, bye bye. Dick. Steve. How's life in lockdown? Yeah, man, it's good. Have it's you, good. We're having a you neighbour s- around for a spot of dinner tonight. Really? I hope in the garden. garden. Social distance in the garden. Well, well, I was going to talk to you about social distancing. Great. You know, um, what should we do with him spray him down with a bit of i don't know hose well it's an interesting an old thing so so um we, we, we're recording this um just after the new kind of semi um relaxation of the lockdown measures go. we can have six people in our in a in a in an area and we can also allow people through our house into the garden that's what boris yeah. allowed us to do um, so anyway, I was looking. You know this number, this 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 number that's ban- banded about all the time of two meters of how far away we should do to effectively social distance. That's almost as big as a womp rat. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Excellent Star Wars reference there. Um, do you know where it comes from? Two meters. I, know, I think it's One. about the height of Richard Osman lying down. <laughs> I can't remember he said that recently, but anyway, maybe chuckle. Yeah. Um, so, there's so you know, you know, we're always told that there's evidence to support that two meter value. You know, so for instance, in, in Germany, it's 1.5 meters. Uh, Is it? Yeah. Uh, and in uh, obviously in the States, they, they use what, six 10 qubits, <laughs> 10 qubits. <laughs> exactly. Um, but I, so, so the, the data for which the World Health Organization and others suggest this two meter radius actually comes from the 40s, some piece of research done in the 40s. Um, and so I looked up the paper. Um, let me find it. It's um, it's in the, uh, it's a very exciting journal, the American Association for the Advancement of Science from 1942. Uh, I don't know there was a journal called that because that's a society, <laughs> isn't it? The AA. Yeah, well, I think AA. How many A's has got? Too many bloody A's. Um, well, anyway, so he did a study called uh, Atomizing of Mouth and Nose Secretions into the Air Revealed by High Speed Photography.
1: That's um, fascinating.
0: And so you, you did exactly what you'd expect. It's a video of someone sneezing. It's a picture of someone sneezing because it's the 40s, uh, right? And so uh, just people going, <laughs> and like, to yeah. to the camera, and like, and then, and then they were quite quite rightly at the time say um, the study acknowledges that motion picture film used for the experiments was not sensitive enough to capture all the droplets and the lighting technique used inherently selects for the large sizes of droplets and fluid ligaments so interesting they they took a picture they, they knew it wasn't right and and they they measured down to the size of about uh it's about um let me just double check. It's about 100 microns there. And the, the whole key dis- decision here uh, is, is, is uh, there's a whole um, uh, field that's, that's, that's kind of s- that's, that's been spawned by this. And there's been a, review or a field dedicated to taking photographs of people. No, no, no. Them. Sorry. Of trying to understand this difference <laughs> between aerosolized particulates yes. and droplets. Right. And so you can imagine if you imagine getting a droplet of spit right and it gets smaller and and there's a bit of virus in there and it gets smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller right and at some point when it gets so small it just doesn't drop down to the ground anymore it's, oh, it, it's, not, it's it floats around it's much more sensitive to kind of changes in uh, thermal fluctuations in the room and so um there's a series of studies probably that, um, there's a comparison of them looking at back back since the 40s Uh, majority majority of them done since in the last 20 years or so, where people use different techniques to study different size droplets and figure out how long they hang about and how far away you have to be. And actually, if you go down to the full size, uh, the most recent, probably the most comprehensive one is a a study from 2016 uh, by Berubia, who who, um, they found that basically uh, eight meters away, there's still aerosolized particles for up to three hours. In uh, under laboratory conditions, in a room, in a room, right? Well, oh, that's some bad air handling there. Well, it says, and, but then they go on. It's really interesting, right? So the people get really into the, the of it They say for droplets less than twenty microns in diameter, local airflow fields due to body heat is an important factor in determining the extent of spreading because it lifts the droplets up towards the breathing zone. So this so, is really titchy things. So, as so they twenty get, microns. Twenty, is 20 like, microns is very small. As the size of your blood cells. Yeah, so uh, a sheet of paper is about 100 microns. It's about a fifth of the thickness of a sheet of paper, right? Cheechy, but, cheechy. but when it gets that small, actually being near it, just your body heat sucks it into your mouth, right? Oh, my and, God. And so... And so actually this two-metre two thing they say is rubbish and it's, there's no real evidence to support it for anything that, that, um, of any – because it was only applied from this evidence that from this paper in the 40s.
1: Right, I'm um, going to start
0: <laughs> kissing people randomly then when I'm out in about, Steve. <laughs> well, and I'll yeah. cite that paper. I'll say Berubia – sorry, but Berubia found that, you know what, my body odour you're going to suck up into your nostrils anyway. My droplets of sweat. So have it. Have a bit of this. <laughs> <laughs> and then plant a big sloppy one on an their lips. Well, you're, well, what it means is that so, so, so this whole paper, so this there's a review paper which I'm kind of quoting from here, which is called "Airborne or Droplet Precautions for Health Workers Treating Coronavirus Disease 2019" uh, from a, from a, a group in um, Australia um, in the review of infectious disease um, diseases. Sorry, and um, really, it's kind of interesting that, that no one really knows, and all of that numbers just come from some random bit. Of, bit of work from the 40s. And it's almost certainly wrong. And so actually, when what they do know is that this this the the data that we were given in the partial lockdown is that you have to be outside, right? And when you're outside, it's windy. And all of these small particles when it's windy, just get blown away. So actually, the origin of this safety net of two meters, there's nothing really to do with the origin the scientific research. And it's probably this is what they're alluding to in this in this review article, just the fact you're outside. And the air blows it blows it away. So that's really that's what's protecting you. It's not well, it the six meters. It seems logical to keep your distance, though. I reckon that your chance of catching it would sort of, if you did a graph, it would decline as a function of the distance away from an infected individual. It does. It does. But you can, as I said, you can go eight meters away, and 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 stuff can be aerosolized for four hours, no problem. Right. Right. Um. So so eight meters is a long old that's a big social distancing your 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 friends you're coming around you have to send them right to the end of the garden and even then they run the risk of infection um, even outside out- eight meters outside uh so, no so out, eight At meters outside. in general so yeah. my my friend who's coming around for a bit of dins tonight will be all right if there's a bit of a breeze around you'll be fine but only because only because people have done the done the research for you Nick. well i can't wait to read about those people sneezing it sounds absolutely <laughs> fascinating